Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Drowning Fish Podcast. Once again, solo dolo, baby. Let's get this motherfucker jumping, bro. Dude, it's been a crazy fucking month, bro. Oh, my God. Am I the only one that thinks it's the craziest month of all fucking time, bro? Because I feel like this month has been one of the craziest months of all time. I mean, we got that fucking submarine... You know, on the bottom of the ocean, a bunch of whites gone missing, bro. The whole fucking country is in shambles, dude. I'm just like, oh my God, the memes are being made. Everyone's making fun of these people. We're broken as a society. It's no fucking, I mean, we're not even trying to hide it at this point. You know, it is what it is. But, you know, every everyone was in such a dis, like disarray. Everyone was making memes. Everybody was talking about it, man. I'm just like, dude. These are a bunch of white billionaires gone to the bottom of the ocean and we're just over here giving them all of our attention, laughing at them. You know, it, it, I don't know, dude, I, it's not, I, I don't, yes, it happened, but I'm really not too worried about it. Um, I mean, dude, the whole world knew about this fucking incident, you know, and I hate when people, people corrected me like, dude, somebody corrected me the other day on Twitter because I called it a fucking submarine. He was like, it's not a submarine, bro. It's a goddamn submersible. And I'm like, dude, what kind of faggot knows that information? You know, like, dude, leave me alone. It's in the water. It's gone. It's a bunch of white people on board. They're missing. The whole world knows. It pisses me off, dude, because like I've lost family members in the Rio Grande, bro. No one gives a fuck, dude. No one gave a motherfuck. You know, I've lost so many cousins out there, bro. Crossing that Rio and you know, no one gives a fuck, bro. And there's a bunch of whites being missing in the ocean and everyone's like, oh no, we gotta, we gotta make memes, nasty memes about them. Um, yeah, dude. I, I mean, the fucking, the, the remote they were using was like horrible, fucking terrible. And it, it, I hate that I'm talking about this, you know, I'm hate that I'm giving it more light, but <laughs> dude, it happened and they found like the the remains of it you know and everyone was like oh there was an implosion they turned to mist and then they bring up these fucking big ass metal sheet pans out of the ocean dude i don't know i'm not a conspiracy theorist or anything like that i don't think i hold the key to the universe but i think it's a fucking distraction bro it's a distraction because there's a lot of shit going on right now you think media's like media companies really don't give a shit dude and the nasty part about this, let me open up my alcoholic beverage real quick. Ooh, yeah, you hear that? Mm. That's that high noon, baby. High noon is, uh, it's really good if you don't want to get like, um, you know, if you got like a beer allergy or something like that. This is hard seltzer, by the way. Um, and it's really good. I don't, it's not, a, I'm not promoting it or anything like that. I get, I guess I am promoting it out of good heart and because it's really delicious, but you know, I used to drink a lot of beer and, uh, I still drink a lot of beer. I, I don't drink as much as I do. I used to, but every now and then, you know, like today I went out and got me a six pack high noon and I got me some, uh, some Jalisco Mexican beer. And I was like, <clears throat> I'm going to drink this shit. It's going to be fucking delicious. But high noon, I highly recommend if you don't want to feel bloated the next day, you know, if you don't, if you're getting a little older in life, you got to drink that hard seltzer, bro. Calories are low. It's really good. It's gluten free. All this bullshit, dude. You don't have like an upset tummy at the end of the day. 
amazing beverage do you get like three of those in your body and you feel you feel the buzz i'm like on seven right now you know what i'm talking about baby let's fucking get it um yeah dude but they 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 found the fucking remains of this goddamn submersible and i don't know what to think of it man it's a fucking distraction it's a distraction from uh the the ever-living fucking things that we have to focus on as humans you know i don't fucking know dude like I'm sure the government's up to some sneaky shit every fucking time. And this is, this is who I am, dude. I'm just a conspiracy theorist. I'm just a brown fucking conspiracy theorist. And, uh, it's not even funny at this point, you know, because it's true. Um, uh, yeah. What else was I going to talk about? Dude, I was talking about, uh, I made a fucking little joke about how, like how cramped they were in there. You know, like if, if they were Mexican, dude, that would have been like the perfect fit. Because Mexicans, dude, what they like to do, and I remember as a youngster, my mom would pack like six of us, you know, in a fucking two-door Honda Civic, like a 1989 two-door Honda Civic, bro. And we, I, I knew in the back of my mind, I was like, man, if, my, if someone crashes this fucking car, w- w- somebody's going to pass away for sure. Um, But yeah, dude, I, I don't know, man. Like fucking... And why were they so packed, bro? Like that would have been the the most horrible death of all time. Why didn't they get like a nice coach styled, uh, you know, seat to sit on? Why couldn't they make the submarine bigger, dude? Like maybe if it was bigger, it would have it wouldn't have like gone missing or I don't fucking know, dude. I feel like they were in a tiny time capsule, you know? Um, yeah, I really want to stop talking about that. That's really, no one really gives a fuck, dude. Um, Let's see. What else did I write? Hmm. Let's see. I wrote some stuff here. Oh, dude. Yeah. So I kind of, I feel like every other month I have like some kind of lesson that I learned and what I learned when this submersible thing happened. And I feel like I should have accepted it a long time time ago but I to really coming to uh understandment in the time I don't even know if that's a word I understand it now that America the United States of America runs on tragedy um I've come to accept it I've I, I don't want to change it there's nothing I would change because it's all a part of the system tragedy is a gear in this whole motor of America, you know, it's, uh, you know, I don't know exactly what dri- I would say capitalism and being a capitalist is the main drive, you know, is the, uh, and we're the fuel basically, um, kind of just talking out of, out of my ass here, but you know, I kind of just came to the realization that we kind of need tragedy because we consume so much we consume so much content we can we we consume so much content and we definitely need to acquire more and 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 more information more materialistic things more ideas and if we didn't have the things that we have today a lot of them tragedy has to occur for the thing that we want to achieve. And 
that in itself is some sort of beauty. You know, that in itself is a sort of, I don't, I wouldn't say even underdog mentality. I would say like bad things need to happen in order for good things to come to fruition. Um, you know, like the movies, even the movies that are made in Hollywood. And I don't know if it's propaganda, you know, there's so much, so much, so many theories out there, but at the end of the day, this is, this is our reality. You know, it's, it's reality. Uh, we need to consume art as Westerners. We consume art. Art is most of the time. Beautiful art is found within tragedy. Um, and it's been like that since the beginning of time, basically since the beginning of capitalism. Uh, and there's a couple people, you know, that understand this. They understand that it's, it might not be the most beautiful thing. You know, it's definitely an ugly, it's an ugly race, dude. And sometimes it feels like a hamster wheel. And I get that, you know, a lot of people understand that. Because there's so much culture out there. There's so much stuff that we don't even consider that we think that our way is the only way. And I'm not here to preach against it or nothing. I reap the rewards of capitalism, capitalist society. And I don't know if I'm coming to terms with this. You know, I don't know if I'm agreeing to this if I'm submitting to reality because if I can't change the game I mean I can't change the fucking culture that I'm in you know there's a there's a point made when a child is born in Africa you have to you know that child has to become accustomed to its surroundings and the same is true here it might not be beautiful it's not a it's not you know it's not a beautiful story you know, what we have going on, but it's the part of the story. And my job and my responsibility is to try to make a better, a, a, a better world for myself and for my family and for the people that I truly love and respect and maybe just become a better human for myself as well. You know, peace and tranquility within my mind. <clears throat> um, I don't think capitalists are necessarily a bad thing, you know, um, as long as we remember that and we can't be oblivious that there are demented people within our society who want to harm us, who want to give us propaganda. And as long as we fucking, as long as we fucking know that, as long as we're like, Hey dude, there's somebody out there trying to get me because it's, it's reality. You know, we, we, we have fluorescent lighting when we go into the stores and we don't think of what could happen because we're such in a good environment that we're like, Oh, there's nothing bad could happen here. You know, I don't even know what I'm trying to say, dude. I'm just, I don't even know, dude. I'm high. <laughs> I'm high as shit. I was trying to, I was trying to compare a supermarket to the jungle. You know, in the jungle, you have to be on high alert all the time. A fucking monkey might swing out of a vine and claw your fucking ass, bro. In a food market, 
we're surrounded by vanity. We're surrounded by things that we can uh, acquire by our hard work that we were a gear in society. And we're not on high alert, you know, we're on a mission of survival, but it's different. Uh, it's a different mission of survival because we still have to pay to acquire the food, um, and to basically survive, you know? Um, I don't know if, I don't know, man. I don't know what I'm trying to get to here. There's something here and there's something that I'm, you know, it's definitely something that I, uh, I'm starting to submit to it's reality. There's nothing I would change about the world that I live in because it's not my job to change it. It's my job to become a better person for me, uh, and to be a peaceful individual with love and, uh, with love and care. And that's not saying I won't ever get angry. That's not saying I'm not ever going to say some shit that I probably shouldn't have said. I'm human. Everyone fucks up. But, you know, I want to lead with love. want to leave with uh, more positivity because we need it. Because every time we click on the news, we fucking see the demented terrors of, of society and its reality. A lot of it, a lot of it could be misinformed misinformation, but for the most part, we live in a fucking a weird society. And I don't think there's a better time to be alive. If you are an individual that can have a self conscience, it, there's no better time. Dude, I almost fucking threw up. Jesus Christ. <clears throat> I think I'm going to leave that in. I don't know if you guys heard me gagging in the background, but I was like, dude, I'm about to throw up. I'm zooted off these fucking high noons, bro. And I'm super fucking stoned, bro. Like mega stoned. Um, and I completely got off topic and I'm, I apologize. I was kind of of a just intrusive and just, just like truce and uh, I can't even talk, dude. I feel like, I feel like a goddamn immigrant. Uh, my intrusive thoughts were winning there and it's just reality, dude. It's reality. And, uh, I don't give a fuck, dude. If you're listening to this, that means you enjoy the fucking shit. And I hope that you can at least think about the words that I'm saying and maybe kind of form your own opinion. <clears throat> I don't want to tell you how to think. I just want you to think. Uh, yeah, I wrote this down. I don't know. It's pretty fucked up, uh, but I'm going to go ahead and say it because I don't give a motherfuck. Uh, the loudest mammal on earth is a junkie black mother who just found out her 13 year old son got gunned down by her drug dealer supplier because she didn't pay up. Um, you know, this scream would probably sound like a war siren. Uh, it'd probably sound like the trumpets of God. Uh, you know, if you live down here in the South, we experience a lot of uh tornado every Wednesday at noon, they play the tornado sirens. And that's probably what a black mother who just lost her son to her drug dealer would sound like. And <clears throat> I know it's, I know it's a, you know, it's fucked up, you know, but you know, at least she's going to have like a t-shirt out of it. And like, someone's going to make a decent like airbrush t-shirt and we can call it even, you know, I don't know. We can call it even. 
<laughs> that's kind of fucked up, right? Uh, I'm still working on that. All right, anyhow. Um, <coughs> uh, dude, I feel like the more I drink, the 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 worse is get the worse is fucking getting, bro. Like, I'm not drunk. But my eyes are glazed, bro. They look like fucking, uh, what do they look like? Like an ice rink, you know, if you're going ice hockey, like ice, ice skating, figure eight bullshit, a hockey, Nashville Predators shit, you know, that's what my fucking eyes look like, bro. They look like ice, they look like fucking diamonds, bro. Um, <clears throat> apparently there was an accounting error that provided Ukraine an extra 6.2 billion fucking dollars, bro. Oh my fucking God. Why are we still giving them money, bro? Is this like fucking, we're in a sitcom or something, dude. I feel like the Michael Scott is up in the office, just pushing buttons, dude. Just fucking pushing buttons, dude. Joe Biden, they give him a leap pad and he's just up there pushing fucking buttons like a fucking idiot. I don't know, dude. I made a fucking mistake on my H&R block for taxes and I got audited and they took everything from me and it took seven years for me to get back on my feet. We're sending billions of dollars to a country we don't even fucking know. We didn't even know about until last year. What's going on, America? What the fuck is going on, dude? I need answers right now. <sighs> I'm not upset, dude. I'm just fucking kidding. I will tell you what I'm upset about. Let me take a quick little break because I feel like I'm running out of breath. Hold on. <clears throat> Let me take a drink of water, actually. Get some water. <sighs> I just feel really pumped up, dude. I feel like my heart's beating a million miles an hour. Maybe there's like a surveillance uh, van outside sending radioactive waves into my body right now with a little ray gun because the CIA wants me dead. <clears throat> Dude, if the CIA wanted me dead, they would, <laughs> I wouldn't, you wouldn't hear another podcast and nobody would miss me. Let's be honest here. Um, I guess before I go on, I guess it's going to be a lengthy podcast cause I'm not really done with the shit that I want to talk about. Um, and that's cool because a solo podcast, dude, I haven't made a solo podcast in a minute. I've been, you know, working with people, bro, working around the clock, getting down some information, acquiring companies and assets. And uh, I'm just, you know, building equity and building my portfolio to become, I would say, a trillionaire in the next couple of weeks. Um, no, I'm just fucking with you, man. Uh, yeah, just talking to people, dude, just talking to people and uh, getting a lot of information out of them so I can steal their identity one day. <laughs> Oh my God, I'm out of control, dude. It's been a minute since I did a solo podcast and it's exactly what I needed, dude. I needed to get away from myself. Yeah, if you know what I'm talking about, dude. Sometimes you need to disconnect from who you are and kind of sh like ship shaft. I don't even know if I said that ship or shift, shit, shift, shape into another human being kind of, you know, and I, I was kind of playing, uh, at Irish a couple months ago. And, uh, I'm not even kidding, dude. I pretended to be Irish for a whole week and it worked. I was eating potatoes every day. I was dirty rolling in the mud. 
Oh, dude, I can't be taken serious, man. I'm going to get killed one day. But let me tell you about what I was really upset about. Today I was uh, driving and, dude, I just put, I just put the brand new suspension on the back of my car and it's fucking riding amazing. So I'm, I'm cruising, dude. I'm cruising down the road, safe speed, dude. Oh my God. I think I'm going to fucking throw up, bro. I don't have anything to throw up in either, bro. I better get a fucking trash bag real quick. All right. So uh, while I'm searching for a trash bag in my little fucking Ikea desk, this faggot ass Ikea desk, um, I was driving this car, this fucking dumb, stupid F-150 driver fucking slammed on their brakes. I don't have a fucking trash bag. I'm just going to throw up on myself on camera, by the way. This fucking F-150 slammed on their goddamn brakes and while I was making the turn, didn't use their fucking turning signal. And I don't normally do this. Like I said, I'm trying to leave with positivity and love. Dude, I got so fucking pissed, man. Fucking pissed, bro. This motherfucker, dude. I thought of hideous ways to go to prison. Because, dude, I, I don't normally do this. Like I said, I use my horn on my steering wheel. And I hate doing that. I hate when people honk, dude. I hate when people honk. And it's kind of like, compose yourself, you know? Like, lighten up. Whenever I hear somebody using their horn, I'm like, hey, dude, lighten up. We're all in this together. But in this occurrence, nobody but myself was in this moment. I was was experiencing this full head, full fledged. You know, it it was happening in front of me. So I used my fucking horn on my steering wheel. And I said, dude, they put these here to use. So I'm going to fucking use them, bro. If I got a horn and I just so happenly have to use it, I'm going to use that motherfucker, bro. And I, I, I thought about doing some bad shit to that fucking old man that was driving. By the way, he wasn't like fucking 80 driving, you know? He wasn't like decaying like Joe Biden, bro. Like this guy was probably in his 50s. And his glasses were like hanging off the tip of his nose, dude. And I could see him driving as I pass him in his rear view, his driver rear view mirror. And I was just like, dude, I wanted to pull in to the parking lot where he was pulling into. And I wanted to just cut his limbs off and feed him to a local homeless drive and then turn myself into the police and eventually sell my story to like HBO or something like that because of road rage. And that's what they would name it. The road rage of 2023. And they would name it after me. You know, we would fucking make stew out of him, pork chops, loins, sirloins. You know, we would fucking make everything, dude, out of him. Stew. I think I already said that. (laughs) I think I already said stew. But, dude, we would cook him up in so many fucking ways, bro. We would make ice cream out of his bitch ass, bro. I wanted to decapitate him and sell him in the black market. And just label it swan or something, you know, like black rabbit. I don't fucking know, dude. I wanted to do hideous activities to this man. And even though I didn't, 
I thought about it. I thought about, and it crosses my mind in like a millisecond, dude. It just makes me want to do bad things whenever people make little things like that happen. You know, it, it, I don't know what it is, man. If it's just road rage or something like that, you know, but it really makes, it really irks me. It really, my blood pressure, I've been told after road, road rage is uh, that three times of what Lizzo's is, you know? Um, and I'm not trying to be disrespectful, you know, God bless her, but God damn, you know what I'm talking about, bro. I'm fucking like, God damn doc. Uh, that's why I'm trying to lead with positivity and love because one, I don't want to fucking die. And, uh, uh, let me just calm down because those intrusive thoughts are winning again. I just want to go fucking get some goddamn payback. You know what I'm talking about? Um, yeah, dude, I was talking about how if Mexicans would have built that submersible, it wouldn't have disappeared. It would have been the best paint job on that too. Uh, throw some shiny flakes on that candy paint, throw some hydraulics on that mug, four 12 inch subs in the back and plenty of room for five passengers. Shit. I'd even throw a PlayStation five in that bitch with two controllers. God damn. I just went Joey Diaz style. Um, yeah, dude, that's funny because like I'm pimp my ride, you know, they'd always put like, fucking a PlayStation inside your fucking uh, rear view mirror or something like that. They'd take the fucking suspension out and replace it with a uh, PlayStation 2. Uh, they would do some crazy shit. I remember this one time they put a fucking root beer, uh, root beer soda machine in this bitch's Chevy Cavalier. And I was like, dude, what is going on? They gave it a root beer paint job too, bro. And I was like, dude, as as sick as it is and as sick as it looks, bro, putting on putting a candy paint job on a goddamn Chevy Cavalier is kind of like, dude, are you on meth? You know, that's that type of mentality it gives me because that Chevy Cavalier is a piece of shit. <laughs> um, yeah, dude, if we would have built that submersible, bro, it would have fucking dude. It could still be down there, you know, right now. No oxygen. Those motherfuckers would still be alive somehow if Mexicans would have built that submarine, bro. They were fucking torquing that bitch down with like little ass lug nuts, bro. They're down. They're like two miles in the fucking ocean. What do you think's gonna happen? What do you think's gonna happen, bro? Lug nuts on a guy on one some fucking goddamn screws to shut the door, and they can't even open it from the inside. What's going on? I need answers. All right, uh, what else? Oh, I got to restart my camera. Give me two segundos. <clears throat> All right, what else was I going to talk about? <sighs> There's like a war in Russia, and I'm not even going to talk about that, dude. I don't like getting into politics or religion or sexual orientation. And I don't like making jokes of anything. Uh, but Russia's getting fucking ran through by a goddamn dude. I don't even know who this guy is. Wagner. Who is that guy? He's fucking terrorizing Russia, bro. He's Russia's Alex Jones. You know, Alex Jones is the guy that terrorizes the United States, gets sued left and right, says crazy fucking shit. The frogs are gay. They're putting lead in our fucking water. It's true. Um, it's true. It's true. It's true. They're putting lead in the water. It's true. Um, 
But yeah, dude, Russia's getting fucking ran through, man. I don't. They got tanks in the mu- middle of the motherfucking city, bro. Imagine if we had tanks in Chicago, bro. And imagine Chief Keith pulling up in a motherfucking uh, tank, bro, with a goddamn bazooka on that bitch, bro. That would be so fucking hard. And I would have to go up there and sacrifice myself in order to be on a t-shirt with Chief Keith, bro. I would do that. We would make a mixtape. It would be fire. Um, But yeah, I don't know, dude. Let's see. What else did I write? Yeah. Can we do that here in the United States? Can somebody just like wake up and be like, hey, the politicians in the, in the Capitol are pushing it. You know, we got to take control at some point. When at some, when, at what point do Americans wake up and say, you know what? It's time we take a little bit of our country back. It's time we take our country back, grab it by the balls and fucking make something a little better out of it. And I'm not saying change the fucking system. But get these goddamn clowns out of fucking office. These fucking morons, dude. It's a cluster of them. They're up there and we see them and we hear them. And they look like fucking, uh, they look like the return of the mummy, dude. They need to retire. They need to get out of there. There needs to be an age limit. Yes, I'm a- yes, I'm ageist. I don't give a fuck, dude. Like, get these fucking old motherfuckers, senile motherfuckers out of here, dude. It's not, it's not going to be their future. It's not their future they're planning, bro. They're just doing it for dollar bills and to be a puppet. I don't even know where I'm going with this, dude. Can we just change a little bit? Can we just fucking like somebody, dude, I swear, somebody lead it and I'll just, I'll be right behind you, bro. I can't fucking lead it, bro. I know I'm brown, dude. I'll be gunned down. They'll be like, this guy has a podcast and he's been a fucking militia for the last 12 years. They'll make some bullshit, dude. I don't have a fucking militia, dude. I don't even like... I have a couple firearms. That's about it, dude. And I don't plan on using it on the fucking military. You know, I don't plan on killing civilians. I don't want to do that. But if if the time were to come and I had to defend myself and my safety, I would definitely do it as if every American should. I think that if your freedom and your peace and tranquility is in disarray, it is your duty as an American written in the constitution to defend yourself from war within your mind, because that's how they're winning, dude. They're fucking pushing this shit into our goddamn minds and they're force feeding us. And they're telling us, Hey, we want you to accept this new law because we fucking said, so we didn't fucking tell you guys, there is no app to be like, Hey, vote for this. And we might consider it. They don't give a fuck about our goddamn opinion. It needs to change. There needs to be change. And it's not my job or duty to change it. I can't do it myself. But if we come together, maybe we can change a little bit of it. And at the end of the day, dude, we're all still going to be suckers, man. It's still going to be a hamster wheel, but we got to get these clowns, dude. We look, we look like clowns as a, as a country, we look like clowns. And even if this empire, as I talked about plenty in the past episodes, if this empire is falling, let's at least pretend to our outsiders, you know, the, the enemies that are out there, the so-and-so called fucking enemies, Russia and China, which is also implemented in our fucking heads. They are our enemy, um, which 
you know, they're just trying to do their shit too, bro. We're all just trying to get a nut at the end of the day. You know, we're all just trying to survive. At, can can we at least pretend that we're doing great internally as a country? Because it is abl- abundantly clear and crystal clear. And everybody, if we can see it from the inside, if a normal human being could be like, hey, we're broken as a country. There's a lot of turmoil and chaos going on. It's probably the worst as it's ever gotten. But then again, we love tragedy. So, that you know, I'm not saying... Let's end it all, dude. We might get a really, 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 really good story out of this, dude. China might buy us one day and we'll be like, remember when we were free and we weren't like, and I was over here complaining about how not free we were. <laughs> you know, I'm really free, bro. I'm free. I'm not complaining. I'm just saying there's certain people involved within our society and politics who have power, who are clearly and abundantly doing it to favor themselves and not the people. And that's where we have to change. We have to do something about it. And I don't know what exactly it is. You know, I don't, people go out saying vote, you know, we've been voting for since the beginning of time, dude, nothing's, you know, it's gotten significantly better. You know, there's, you can have a heart attack right now and make it to the ER and hopefully be fine. Back in the day, if you had a heart attack, you'd die. You'd be dead. You know, if you got a cold, you'd be dead. So little things have gotten better. I'm not complaining. But there just needs to be a a a, re, a revamp, you know, some reconstruction. Some people need to be gone. Some people need to be um, dismissed, you know. And I don't know if uh, anybody has the leadership to actually get up there and be like, hey, the shit that we've been doing for the past 50 years has been a total chaos. Uh, we've been lying to you as a nation. And we've been doing it for money and we're just being honest with you can if they came out and said that that would make me fall in love with america again and i would actually want to be like hey man these people might and and, uh, then again that's my that might be what they do you know some hero is gonna come in swooping you know robert f kennedy jr swooping and he's like oh yeah I'm a part of the system. I've been a Democrat and I'm a Kennedy and we're in disarray. And this guy's like CIA trained, you know, maybe that's what they want us to think. They want us to get really, 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 really bad that a hero has to come in that way. They can fucking make movies, you know, back in the future and like 30 years from now, dude, they'll be making movies about how, Somebody saved America. You know, somebody's going to save it. Hopefully, bro. Hopefully we have a fucking plan. Hopefully God, these fucking goddamn lunatics have a fucking plan in place. And that's what I'm thinking, dude, because it's all a stage. I feel like, um, and I'm just getting crazy here, dude. I'm getting really fucking nuts with it. Um, yeah, it all started with that Russia shit, you know? Um, what else was I going to talk about? I kind of went really ham there for a second and I, sorry if I scared you. By the way, if you weren't, that's also scary. Um, It's scary in both ways. 
let me see what the fuck I was going to talk about real quick. And then maybe we can get out of here. All right. And maybe I'll let you go a little early, huh? Huh, class? What if I let you go? I remember when I was in college, bro, I went to ASU BB. Um, and I, I actually enjoyed college and I didn't enjoy college for education. I enjoyed college because in the back of my mind, I was like, Hey, I'm in college. I'm trying to do something for myself that might improve my percentage of getting an employment. And then I realized that I don't want to be an employee. I mean, I still am an employee, you know, I'm, I'm my real job, my day job. I'm an employee, but I don't want to be part of a nine to five where I have no say so. Um, and I really don't think that I could fall in line and follow somebody who isn't aligned with what I believe in, you know? So I dropped out of college and, uh, I don't even know what the fuck I was going. Dude, I just lost my train of thought. I literally don't know where I was going with this. I might have to go back and listen and finish some other time. I'm sorry. What was I talking about? I enjoyed being disciplined when I was in college. I enjoyed the freedom. There is more freedom. As an adult, you're more free. And sometimes it feels like you're constrained more. Um, just because you have to go to work, but this is reality. You know, this is the reality that you're in is you have to go to work so you can pay your bills so that maybe one day you can retire. And that's not what I wanted to do. I knew that I had to go really, really hard as a young man. I had to fucking do and learn way, dude the way that I can return or not return, retain information that doesn't fucking matter is incredible. But the shit that I actually needed to gain employment as maybe, you know, a lawyer, a doctor, an engineer, some, you know, something of a high caliber and high IQ. I just couldn't do it. There's no way I could do it, and there's no way that I could have, uh, you know, been anything of that. Maybe, maybe if I tried really hard, I could have did. I could have did something like that. But I didn't want to try that hard for something that I didn't enjoy and love and have passion for. So I ended up dropping out of college, and um, I still don't know where I'm going with this, dude. I I thought that if I kind of finished what I was doing, I would get somewhere, but. The, I think the synopsis of this is that I enjoyed the freedom of it and I enjoy the freedom that I have today. And I enjoy the fact that when I was dropping out of college, there was one thing that I was chasing and the thing that I was chasing is what I currently have. And it's true. I wanted to get a stable job that paid. It's not amazing. It's not great, but pays enough for me to pay my bills and then some and probably work on the hobby that I have. And that's what I have right now. And it came, there was a lot of thinking involved. You know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of anxiety within and, and, uh, 
sometimes I'm like, man, I'm really not chasing my goals and dreams because I still have my job. And that's not true. The sad reality is in this fucking country, if you want to get somewhere outside of your job, if you're working towards another side business or a hobby or it's just for fun, you know, maybe, maybe nothing comes out of this, you know, maybe 10 years down the line, I'm still yelling into a fucking microphone about crazy shit. That's fine too, but I'm willing to take a chance. And, uh, I'm just happy that I'm actually at a place when I was 18 and 19, I was like, man, when I'm 25, I want to be, I don't need a brand new car and I don't need a nice fucking house, dude. You know, I don't need that stuff because I value my time and the way that I feel and the way that I can, uh, treat people and the way that I handle myself and I'm not perfect, but I'm trying to be a better human being just the way that I'm living right now is what exactly what I wanted when I was 18. You know, it, it might not be picture perfect, dude. I might be, you know, riding around in a 30 year old Honda. I might be riding around to a 20 year old SUV, you know, and it's fine, dude, because I love both of my vehicles. I love, I actually love my life and I hope you love yours too. No matter how, how weird it might look from the outside, you know, no matter how depressing it can get the day to day. I think that in the long run, you'll look back and you'll have gratitude that those were the times that you had that stuff, you know, that you had, because dude, I remember being in high school and I was like, man, I have no fucking clue what I'm going to do to bro. I'm just going to go to college and I'll figure it out maybe, you know? And I was like, no, I didn't dro- I dropped out with like a 3.7 GPA. It was, isn't, isn't bad, dude. I graduated high school with like a 2.2 GPA. It was horrible. I'm a horrible student and I hated learning shit that I didn't give a fuck about. You know, I didn't like, um, learning about dumb shit, you know, math and science. And there was some stuff that I enjoyed. Uh, definitely enjoyed stories and like even art class, you know, or music class. I was always more, I would say creatively inclined to follow my creative outlet. And I've come to the realization that Maybe, maybe this ties into what I was saying in the beginning, you you know, I'm kind of accepting the fact that this is reality and there's been times where I feel that I might be too good when in reality, I'm not, you know, in reality, I'm not the funniest fucking guy and I'm not the most clever or the most, you know, the smartest or the best or whatever. I'm not the fastest, but I'm not going to quit. I've never been a fucking quitter. I think I quit one thing my whole entire life. Oh, actually two things. I quit my job one time and that was a general manager's fault, you know, cause he's a moron. That was a really, really long time ago. That's another story for another fucking time. But I quit soccer because I was like, dude, this is enough. 
I'm not getting anywhere. You have to have some self-awareness. I was like, dude, I fucking suck at soccer. I got to stop wasting my time doing this, dude. Like I'm not getting anywhere. I'm wasting my time. I could be at work making a little bit more money. I could be hanging out with my friends outside of work or outside of school. I could be doing so much more instead of wasting my fucking time playing soccer, you know? Um, and it's okay to quit stuff, man. There's been plenty of times where I've wanted to quit stuff. Actually, I've 110% decided that I want to quit stand-up comedy, 100%. Um, and maybe not forever, but right now, as today stands, um, I'm no longer going to pursue stand-up comedy. And that, I'm not saying I'm not taking my foot off being funny or like, um, you know, being funny and making comedy and making art. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that I'm changing my mentality a little bit on the way that I express laughter. You know, I express, uh, kind of, of a, of a relief from reality. You know, sometimes, uh, even in real per in real life person, you know, uh, had somebody the other day tell me, and I'm not, I'm not fucking bragging dude, but this really, really, really hit me. They said, I enjoy talking to you and I enjoy being around your presence because you're, I'm, they were seeking out to me because they wanted for me to make them laugh. And that might be a little selfish of them, but laughter for the longest time is just covering up trauma and we kind of have to unveil trauma a little bit, you know, in order for us to heal. Um, you can sit back and be like, ha ha, whatever. This guy's gay. This is gay. This guy just needs to fucking make comedy and shut the fuck up. But I've really been thinking about this guy. So, uh, we kind of need to peel back the band-aid and say, you know, what's really making me sad? What's making me seek laughter to disengage from reality so that I can, you know, kind of just relax a little bit. And this person told me that they enjoy being around me for the fact that I make them laugh because they're having such a hard time. And it was warded a little differently. And I don't know if that person is listening, but if they are, it's vice versa. You know, the way that I can make somebody feel and maybe make them forget about reality. That's beautiful. But again, I tell that same person, you have to, at some point, unbandage that pain and that wound that you have and kind of heal it. Um, at, po- at some point, we have to kind of heal. And uh, stand-up comedy is stand-up comedy. You know, it's, it's, I've seen it. It's hard. It's a fucking journey, man. Like, I've never seen 
I think it's easier to become a goddamn singer and an artist and a rapper to become a full-fledged professional stand-up comedian that is actually enjoys being alive, you know? Um, I've come in contact with a lot of people, a lot of stand-up comedians who they're goddamn, God damn it, they're fucking funny, man. But fuck, dude, they have so much pain and so much, so many burdens and skeletons and so much baggage that they haven't, they haven't opened up to themselves because they've been consumed so much from outside to create content for an audience that is just there for laughs, you know? And it's kind of what a jester did back in the day. You know, a king is like, dude, I'm living a fucking life. I want you to make me laugh. And the jester is in pain because they're in poverty and they're just there to serve one thing. And one thing only is to make the king laugh. And I don't know how I feel about that, man. I love stand-up comedy, dude. I love making people laugh. I'm not the best at it, dude. I fucking suck at stand-up comedy, actually. I'm more funny in person than in stand-up. It's a different fucking game when you're on stage. And uh, I just, I'm thankful that I'm coming to a realization about this, you know? I'm thankful that I can say on this show that's mine that I'm going to take a break from it because I'm going to focus on something else. Um, and I'm going to focus. Well, I've been wanting to do this since I was a child, the thing that I'm going to do. And uh, it's not going to be perfect, dude. It's it's going to be pretty bad, actually, because um, I haven't been really working towards it. But now that I have a little bit of more of an understanding of it is... It's more refreshing. You know, I, I want to, con- I want to pursue filmmaking, uh, directing and just doing the thing that I wanted to do when I was a child. Um, maybe I come back to stand up comedy. I'm not, I'm going to do stand up comedy in the future for sure. But right now, you know, I'm not going to focus on stand-up comedy. I'll do, still do some funny fucking podcast every now and then. I'll go off the walls because I'm just an off-the-walls person. You know, my mentality is off the walls, but that doesn't necessarily mean that I'm fucking funny. I'm just crazy, dude. I'm just nuts. Um, All right. What else can we talk about real quick? And then I'll get off because I don't think I have too much time on my hands. Uh... Yeah, so I read ex-Fox News host Tucker Carlson rumored to be raising funds for a new media company. And I read this the other day and I was basically thinking that, you know, Tucker Carlson basically got fired from Fox. He went and basically said on Twitter that he was going to be releasing uh, media on Twitter. And then Valuetainment, which is owned by... Patrick bet David offered him. I don't know exactly how much I didn't really look. I just wrote this down and I got to talk about it really quick before I get off. But, um, they offered him millions to come over and basically kind of be his own man. 
with no strings attached because that's the type of person Patrick Bay David is, you know, if, uh, I don't think he's a bullshit type of guy. Um, and I'm not trying to ride dick or anything. I really enjoy valuetainment media because I feel like if there's anything that they will do is they'll try to tell you the, the facts and maybe their opinion. And then if they're ever wrong, they'll come back and talk about it and, you know, try to give us the right stuff. But <clears throat> yeah, dude, talk Tucker Carlson. I don't know where he's trying to get this money from, because if you're trying to get money from your fans and family, fine, that's fine. But if you're trying to acquire money from the banks, loans, uh, you're going to become the same thing that you just got away from, you know, a mega corporation because you're going to have strings attached. There's going to be, you're going to be in people's pockets. Basically. Um, people are going to say, Hey, I landed you $10 million. You can't talk about this, this, and this, and you got to fucking kind of agree to it. You know? Um, I mean, who wouldn't agree to $10 million if you're trying to build a media conglomerate? which I'm sure he's trying to do because that's just what fucking we do. You know, that's what we do. Who doesn't want to build the best thing possible? You know, I, we can sit back and say, Oh yeah, self-love minimalism. And we're like, you know what? It'd be pretty nice to have a Porsche. It'd be pretty fucking nice to have a Ferrari and have a ton of people work under you and just have a big mega corporation that it's yours. It's your fucking name on the building, bro your name on the LLC or company name or whatever the fuck, dude. Um, my opinion, I think Tucker Carlson should get like two people highly reliable and somebody we can trust and make a podcast and start making media outside of his fucking house, dude. Like inside of his house, he can set up a studio and basically do exactly what I'm doing. I This is a one-man operation. I do this shit by myself. There's nobody helping me get this. Fuck these articles that I read, dude. It's not. This isn't hard, dude. Tucker Carlson is a grown fucking man. He can do this shit. And he will get hundreds and millions of views because it's Tucker Carlson, bro. He's trying to lean more towards the truth, I feel like. I feel like he's like getting outside the norms of what Fox had him in. You know, I feel like Fox tried to like be like, Hey, you got to be this type of person. If not, you know, tough fucking luck. We pay your bills. So you got to be this fucking person no matter what. Tucker Carlson's coming out and being a little different. Um, I think he should, I think he should do it on his own. You know, maybe, maybe do like a subscription or something like that. Um, I think that if a moron like me can do it, I think that he can fucking do it. It's not very hard. Um, yeah. What else was I going to talk about? Let me read the rest of this. Let me read some of this real quick. I don't know what it is. It is not very hard to see the accumulation of wealth is disturbing and the ones who want the cold, hard facts in the news do not want the main focus of the media company to be about money. Huh. I don't know what the fuck that meant. That's weird. 
oh, I was focusing on the how of, yeah, I don't know. Tucker Carlson, dude, the how on how you get money or anybody really, if you're trying to start your company, I wouldn't let Pfizer come in here and give me a hundred million dollars because one, it would go against every fiber of my skin. Give me the fucking money, Pfizer. Let's go, dude. Fuck the public. If Pfizer came to me with a million dollars and was like, dude, I know you've said some shit about us. We're going to let it go. I want you to start promoting this diabetes medication that we have. I would say absolutely Pfizer. I would love to. Let's get the contract. Give me the million dollars. And then when the contract's over, I would come out and say, dude, Pfizer paid. I would be up front and I would tell you, listen, Pfizer paid me a million dollars to tell you why you should take this pill. You should take this anti-diabetes pill because one, do you want diabetes? No. Two, if you have diabetes, do you want to die of diabetes? No. So you're on this level two. You know, you get to level three, you're like, dude, you have kidney failure if you don't take this pill, you're going to fucking die. And you're like, oh my God, I don't want to die. So you start taking the pill. All right. And the way that things work is uh, you got to be preventative. You know, you got to prevent things. And if you don't want to end up on level three with kidney failure, you got to start taking this pill from the very beginning of time. If you start taking this pill right now, you won't ever have diabetes or have to worry about diabetes. Sure. There's going to be side effects. There's going to be suicidal temptations, uh, anxiety, depression, brain aneurysms, your eyes. It's going to look like you have jaundice. Your nails are going to be falling out of your body. Your teeth are going to be rotting and decaying and you're going to smell like a nursing home. Um, you might lose your limbs and you might lose your ability to speak and your vision will be very, very blurry. Um, and your your ears are probably going to fall off your fucking head. But you got to take this pill right now. All right. Uh, thank you all for listening and tuning in. I think I'm going to get off. I think I went uh, <sighs> into an hour here. Uh, I will talk about this. Apparently, there's like a... Fuck, I got damn... I, it was a higher education bill or something like that. And basically... Uh, Congress came up and said, Hey, schools like Harvard and Ivy league schools basically cannot deny applicants who have white or Asian in their description, because I feel it was, it came out that Harvard and a bunch of these schools were only accepting Hispanics and black people for a long time because they wanted to get diversity and stuff, all that bullshit out of the way, you know, because they don't want to be, I get it from both sides. You don't want to be that college. that just has a bunch of Asians and whites in it. You know, I get it. Um, but you also don't want to be the ones that has a bunch of blacks and Hispanics because then again, you're kind of doing the same thing, but in different colors. So my opinion of this is maybe instead of Congress doing this, maybe we focus on where the minorities live. And yes, unfortunately, except in the state of Texas, because the majority of now in the state of Texas, I believe is Hispanic. Um, Viva la raza. That's for you, Bo. I love you, you sick son of a bitch. Um, 
yeah, dude, at some point, you know, when is racism going to flip? I saw a commercial earlier and that was, it was like, watch these black movies, black owned, black, everything, black owned, black bought and black artists only black artists in the movie only. It was a black channel. And I'm like, dude, I know there's like black or not black. Dude, my fucking computer just shut down. And luckily by the grace of God, thank you, Jesus Christ. I didn't lose any of that. Um, and I wasn't, usually I have a backup recording and I don't. I don't know why I didn't do it, but I didn't, you know, it's just one of those things. But lesson learned, luckily my computer saved it before it just shut off. I don't know what the, I don't know what that was about. Um, maybe I should stop talking about black owned businesses before they shut me down. Um, yeah, basically I was saying, I know there's white owned radio stations down here in the South. I live in Arkansas, you know, and I know there's white, white only radio stations or some shit like that. And that's kind of weird, you know, but is it racist entirely? I don't know exactly about what they believe and what they, I know they probably believe in like same, same, uh, same race marriage, you know, like marry somebody white if you're white or marry somebody black if you're black. But I don't know exactly if that's right or not. I don't know. Is that like an unwritten rule somewhere? Um, anyhow, I'm going to get off of here. Uh, I was basically the synopsis of that was like, man, you know, growing up, my doctor was white and now that I have to go to a checkup, my doctor is this fucking idiot Filipino and he's a moron. He doesn't know what he's talking about, dude. Like, and he just gives me pills, bro. He just gives me pills because, you know, discrimination and they're trying to, the schools are trying to get more people in and more people from the outside, more people that don't look like them so that they don't get labeled uh, racist. But now they're allowing these fucking morons from third world goddamn countries to come in and just be like, hey, I want to be a doctor too. I just miss when my doctor was white, you know. I miss when my doctor was white and would give me the right medication um, and wouldn't get me mixed up with somebody with, you know, I don't fucking know, dude, AIDS or something. I don't fucking know, dude. Why did I get antibiotics, bro? I don't need antibiotics, bro. I came in here for an annual checkup and they gave me antibiotics. What do I need antibiotics for? Huh? What? 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 I need fucking answers. All right. Thank you everybody for tuning in. Um, that kind of, the end kind of threw me off because my computer shut off and I thought I lost this podcast. Thankfully I didn't. Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, share this podcast with your mother, share this podcast with your father and share this podcast with your sister. Um, and go to bed, get noise and tucked in. Thank you all for listening. Have a great goddamn Merry Christmas and goddamn bless this goddamn piece of shit country we live in and this goddamn piece of shit earth we live in as well. Thank you so much for tuning in to the radio station. All right, that was kind of cringe. All right, see you guys later. Uh, share this with your mom.